Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Gambit. This is a GA and Territory War podcast hosted by myself, Solobase15, and my good friend, Zareth. Zareth, how are you tonight? I'm doing super well, Solo. Thank you for asking. You know, Zareth, it's been a quiet week this week, and by that I mean no real news on anything new coming. You know, so how's your week been? It's been good. I mean, Grand Arena is fun. The last week has always got more pressure to it. It's a way. It's a little more um, intense. So, I like that. I like that. I like it being quiet a little bit. But I'm starting to get a little restless. Like I, I really love it when they introduce new characters to the game. And so, so like went back when we were doing all those marquees. You know, people were talking about death by marquee or whatever melodramatic nonsense they were talking about. I loved it. Like I loved getting new characters and trying to figure out all their interactions. And, you know, I loved that the innocence of thinking that old Republic were actually going to be good. And <laughs> I agree. I'm like, Oh, Johanny's such a nuanced character. Look at her kit. And then, and then she's just bad. I still want to make her work. <laughs> the kit just still sounds so fantastic. I need to make her work somewhere. I swear, I, I'm the same way. Like a, a while ago, uh, you know, I don't have a. I, I'm just kind of impulsive in the game sometimes, um, as you as you know. Every once in a while, I I get on. I'm like, well, I put a Zeta on, you know, Greedo or some some random character. And everyone's like, what? I'm like, well, it seemed like a good idea at the time. But uh, like, I almost did that with Jahani at one point. I will say, uh, and we're, this is probably a good lead-in to our results this week, but I faced an Old Republic team this week, this past round, I should say, that was ridiculously modded. And I quite frankly, didn't look at the mods before I went into the battle, which I advise against everybody. But so I brought Malik in to just do the solo because I needed to make up some banners. And so I wanted 64 banners by having Malik solo the OR team. And it got scary. And I got to be honest with you, they had, they loaded Juhani up with a ton of protection. So it felt like every other turn, Malik was stunned. And it was, I was really starting to get nervous that I was going to time out because they couldn't, they never even got Malik into the yellow. Um, All right. Well, they take so many turns and their animations take forever. And like Candorous is like, I'm going to take another one and another one and another one. Oh, now it's my, actually my turn. So I'm going to shoot some more, get some more turn meter. Yeah, it was, I, I honestly almost timed out with the Malik solo there. Uh, luckily, I think I finished after four minutes and about 15 seconds. I finally knocked the last one down. But, you know, circling this back, part of the problem was I was literally stunned every other turn by Juhani. Wow. What's Malik's base? What's his base yeah. tenacity? I feel like it's just like it's high enough that Juhani shouldn't be able to casually do that. Uh, my... Well, I can tell you the tenacity on mine is 89%. Oh, I guess that's that's enough for someone who, is, who has some t- potency to casually do that, I guess. Right. But it still <laughs> got nervous. It was making me nervous throughout the round. 
No, don't you hate that? Like, I you have that sinking feeling. It's like it's like that feeling. It, it it comes from the same place as when you jump into a battle with clones, or not with clones, but with troopers, and every trooper gets dazed by someone, and you're just like, I think I'm just boned. <laughs> yeah, it comes from the, that that feeling of like futility and sick, like worry that you're actually going to lose a match that you didn't think you were going to. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. I don't think I have the guts to try to do the OR uh, solo. With I gotta be honest, I've now done it six or seven times, and this was the only time that there might have been a problem. And it was just because they were ridiculously geared or modded. Fair enough. I would be interested to see. I keep seeing a uh, very select few, but some people are doing some crazy stuff with Candorous. Like you can make his offense so ridiculous. Like he already kind of hits hard when he's modded at the highest level at gear 12, like get at relic seven. I, some of the things he does, like he just yeah. makes characters disappear sometimes. I'm, I'm like really intrigued at the combination of him in on the same team as Watt. Um, I wanted, I just want to see like what, what you can do like a gear 11 or gear 13 uh, relic high relic team with a look older public with what like see what kind of yeah. madness you can cook up but it's probably still not that great but <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the day it's still older Republic. indeed yeah even though they're like flashy eye sores now well, if you remember when G13 came out and everybody talked about the offense that he got, um, it was always under a Kira lead. It wasn't under a a Karth lead. Because uh, what was the team? It was like Kira, Hoda, Candorous, and I forget the other two. But that's the team where he was shining against, you know, all, any team right. that they put him up against. And then everybody else got G13 and it kind of faded away. Yeah, that's fair. Um, you know, and I'm now I'm stuck on, I'm probably going to get gear 13 nest next and, you know, get her high up to a pretty high relic level. So yeah, we can talk about yeah. that later, but I don't know. I keep being sucked in by stupid ideas by weird little side projects. So I do too. I'm honestly considering Finn just to make my raid life easier, get one hit done uh, in the Sith raid and then never have to attack again and guarantee yourself a top five finish. I haven't done it yet, but the thought is going through my head on a daily basis. I hear you. I think that I will never do that, but (laughs) (laughs) I think you and I put just a slightly different emphasis on the importance of raids though. Like I think... I mean, I, I still think they're really important, but I've I, maybe it's just because my schedule's been different lately. But I haven't been able to hit the raid nearly as often as I've as I had in the past, and so maybe some part of it's like because I can't hit it as often, I'm trying to like disconnect from it mentally, you know, from having to hit it. So, um, you know, I I'm just kind of bored by the raid. I would I don't necessarily want another one, but um, you know, I'm not. I'm probably not going to gear any characters specifically for the raid. I can now auto um, 
all but my P1 hit and finish in the top five. So that's exactly where I want it to be. In fact, I want to be able to auto the P1 hit if I can. But I, I don't know if I can make that work. Nice. Yeah, I I actually, I think I I got second last time randomly. I didn't realize I was like in number seven. And we were all so close that when I got my last hit in, I jumped up to number two. I was number one for a minute there, but um, then whatever his name knocked me down. Cock puncher. It's not a swear word because that's it's uh, a name. Yes. It's not a swear word. It's literally yeah. his name. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow that got past the censors. I love it. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, Solo, what? Why don't we talk about our Grand Arena results for the week? How did you do? Sure, I. Uh, I was doing fantastic until the last, until the last one, uh, the back zone of the last one to be exact. Uh, so I finished two and one. I, uh, I was doing well in the last round. I needed to make up a couple points. And so they had the, my opponent had the 501st clones with R2 and Zaris team and I tried to underman it with just the CLS trio. And I mean, my CLS trio was good. Two of them are relic level four and the other one's relic level one. Um, but it wasn't enough. Uh, I should have added at least three PO onto that team, but I'd already used him on night sisters right before. So I ended up losing to his clones uh, the di- most disappointing part is he only he didn't lose to any of my teams, but he only finished uh, with eighteen ninety eight points. So he didn't have a very efficient clear of any of my teams. So if I had won that on one shot, I probably would have won the round. But you know, it is what it is at that point. But uh, so that was my my week. How how'd your GA round go? Uh, I also went two and one. Um, I had been going on a pretty good tear for a little bit and um, I was just totally derailed on my first match. Uh, My opponent had a really uh, kind of intimidating roster, a really nice guy, but um, really mean roster. And uh, let's see what, what did happen. I lost to nest. Oh, that's right. I was, I took troopers in, to fight against Nest and, and uh, Bounty Hunters. That's faster than all of them. Took out all the Bounty Hunters. And um, I actually think that the majority of the time, my troopers still win the match. Like I put Deathmark on her. Um, we were ready to go. And then whatever happened, like I, I put Deathmark. Uh, so she she took her hit. Deathmark was still on there. She didn't have any protection. And the guy who was shooting, like... I think what happened, like I missed or something and then someone assisted and did like 60% damage and didn't actually kill her. And then she, and then she like one shot veers and then it was just downhill from there. I couldn't get, couldn't get it back. So I lost to troopers and then, or I lost with troopers against nest. And then after I hit nest again with uh, Phoenix, I was like, okay, I'm just going to finish him off, finish her off my phone crashed and it just like lost all progress, killed my Phoenix, gave my opponent another 10 banners for failing my second attack. And 
that I was just totally, I went on tilt. Uh, I, I assembled an ill-advised probe droid team and I was able to kill nest, but I dropped like nine more banners on top of all of that. I got like 21 against yeah. a stupid bounty hunter nest team that I always mock. I'm like, it's so easy to deal with. And I, I just, <laughs> and then, um, you know, I was like, Oh, I was all salty. I was losing, you know, I was going to lose. And then my opponent actually, um, wasn't that efficient in clearing me uh it, he one shot everything but all of his stuff like he used jawas to take out my geonosians and that that's fine as like a win condition but i think he only got like 48 47 banners like he barely barely came out of it alive you know so he was dropping banners left and right and i was like oh i could do this if i have good efficiency at the end and then i lost another one against uh, an old republic team with malik in it and uh i used my padme team i had four minutes i in one minute i killed all the old republic and then um the four less rest of the four minutes were me failing to kill his rel high relic malik and it and now i have a, a relic five jedi knight anakin because that's not going to happen again <laughs> 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 funny how that yeah, works ne out. never again <laughs> um so i mean that that started the week off poorly the next round i uh i was motivated and got a pretty high banner count and beat my opponent i think he actually failed to full clear me um and then this last round uh, man it was it was pretty intense i needed a win to be able to get into kyber um and I went into one attack, and once again, my phone crashed, and I lost 20 banners. I was like, okay, I can pull out of this. Stepped away from it. Didn't go on tilt this time, or I, I was going, I was on tilt, and I walked away. So that's that's like the, the hard counter to tilt is you walk away, get some distance. Yep. Come back. Um, was full clearing, doing good, high, high level of uh, efficiency, and then... A second time, I went in for the uh, to be able to fight, and my phone crashed a second time in that <laughs> match, and I dropped another banner or I dropped another twenty. I was pretty salty about it, like oh, I'm not going to get into Kyber because of stupid technical issues. Really frustrating. Um, you know, it's not even my fault, kind of thing. And then my opponent went through my defense and just. Uh, kept dropping banners, kept dropping banners, ended up winning by two somehow. So, nice. so I barely made it into Kyber. I'm like the worst, uh, I'm like the worst Kyber player out there, but I'm still in Kyber. So yeah, that's all that matters. It is having, having that little, uh, gray and blue square around my character profile so that, uh, I could be confused. Like people have to squint. He's like, they're like, is he in Kyber or is he in Chromium League? Yeah. <laughs> I've wondered that <laughs> multiple times recently. Well, well, especially when you don't have anything to compare it to. It's like in, in you're like in a right. sea of erodium, and then you're like, I I think that's Kyber, but I'm not sure because <laughs> I don't see any Chromium or or uh, Kyber. So, and actually, I checked my arena shard. Only has three total people in Kyber, and I don't even recognize one. He's like in the top forty or something. 
that's you know I didn't look and I'm looking now as we speak and my top 20 I don't see a single Kyber interesting yeah it's kind of rare like I I'm I'm like in the top 500 in Kyber League and so you know there are thousands of people in Kyber but I think that kind of just like it shows you the scope of how big this game is. If the top players in arena shards, like those should be the guys who are making Kyber, at least in division one, like how many shards are there? It, you know. Uh, well, that's a good question. I'm sure. The guys at uh, star Wars galaxy of heroes. GG might be able to tell us a close number, but I mean, I have, I got into Kyber, um, our guild member Johnny on the spot got into Kyber and some random guy that I've never seen before. I think his name is GI Joe made it to Kyber, which, which seems like that checks out. So frankly, <laughs> I, I would expect yeah, GI Joe exactly. to make Kyber. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, we've talked about our results and we both did swimmingly. And normally we would reserve this spot for a podcast question from one of our listeners, but uh, no one has asked that. Please go to our Discord. It is linked in the video or the podcast description here. And if you can't find that because you're listening on iTunes or Spotify or many of our or one of our many other podcast platforms that we have available, um, if they don't actually have that in the description part, uh, you can always look up one of my videos on YouTube. Uh, just look up Zareth, spelled X-A-E-R-E-T-H, and uh, just go to one of the videos there, and it will have uh, it'll have a link to our Discord. From our Discord, you can ask a question, um, and we will do our best to take it seriously. And it, it probably is a wonderful question that we would love to expound upon. So, uh, and Solo knows. Solo is just a font of knowledge. Like he's, he will answer, he will answer the heck out of that question. So. And I'll be right. Even if I'm not, trust me, I'm right. <laughs> Maybe that should be your sign off for this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, uh, when we disagree though, it's hard. Cause one of us, one of us has to prevail and one of us has to be right. So, <laughs> uh, uh, so uh, moving on. Um, Let's talk about the counter of the week. And uh, this is one that's really interesting, actually. Um, the General Grievous nuke team that can take out Darth Revan. Um, I know that you've been talking about that lately, Solo. So why don't you kick us off with a little bit of um, discussion about what the team is made out of, what it does, all of the, all of the details. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, earlier today, I was talking to you about, I really want to put this team on defense. Um, and what the nuke team is, it's uh, IG-88 lead with T3, BB-8, uh, Probe Droid, and then Grievous uh, with IG in the lead instead of Grievous. And basically, this team is designed to have you kill a droid and have Grievous kill you. Um, that's, that's where it's coming from. The team is super fast. 
because of BB-8's unique. So it's it's just going to start going. Um, and all five of its members, since they're all droids, they all benefit from the unique of having increased turn meter. Um, they all get a turn before you get to go. And with BB-8's uh, other abilities, he's actually taunting before you go. So it's designed where you have the super-powered Darth Revan team, and you're going to hit BB-8 and likely kill him. Or if you don't kill him, you're going to get him into the yellow, and IG-88 is going to get the taunt from the fear, and you're going to kill him because he's squishy as hell even at G-12. And then that's going to give Grievous a turn to give an AoE and just destroy your team. Um, you know, I can beat this team 90% of the time in arena with my with my arena team, with my Darth Revan team. Uh, every once in a while, it can just catch you off guard. And I know I've faced a bunch of people that run this team in arena, and I've faced them in grand arena, and they save the team for offense, and they'll put their Darth Revan on defense, and then they'll save their nuke team just in case Darth Revan is placed on my defense. Um, but I actually, I want to put it on defense, and the reason being is it can just steal so many banners. It's not a good offensive team because there's no protection regen, and it's based around killing people. Um, so it's it's not good on that front. But it just steals so many banners because there's three AoEs. Uh, Grievous is going to do his AoE. And so I want to put that on defense, then put a new team with the rest of the Separatist droids on defense and really give you trouble. So if I want to put that on defense, I guarantee you that other people are thinking of it as well. So the question is, how do you counter this team with your Darth Revan? And I've actually gotten this question from a few other people this week as well, which is kind of what put it in my head to make it the counter of the week this week. The key to beating it is getting fear on General Grievous before you kill a droid. So what's usually going to happen is the AI is going to start with his AoE, and as long as your team is strong enough to survive it, um, Grievous is going to get f uh, feared because he's going to crit Malak. From there, what you want to do is you want to kill a droid while that fear is applied. And when you kill that droid, Grievous is going to get a turn, but he can't take a turn because of fear. Then what you want to do is use your Darth Revan to apply fear to the entire team by hitting the 88 lead. Now, this is probably going to kill 88 because he's squishy, but at the same time, it's going to put fear on Grievous and prevent him from taking a turn. So next turn, what you do is you're going to use your Bastila, and you're going to have her apply fear to Grievous. <laughs> and then you're going to kill one of the other droids on the team, I usually go for T3 because of the boosts he gives based on his Zetas. Um, <clears throat> and you take out T3 and Grievous gets a turn, but he doesn't get to take it because of fear. And then it's just Grievous and IPD, and you can basically treat it like a normal fight. Um, at this point, 
I'll use Force Storm, and it takes away a large chunk of Grievous's protection because nobody nobody mods him for protection because obviously you're modding him for health. And then that gives Malak the ability to just force drain Grievous and kill him basically in one shot. And so when you're looking to counter this team, the biggest key when you're using Darth Revan is try not to kill another droid when Grievous has or when Grievous doesn't have fear on him because that fear is going to stop him from getting the superpower turns. Um, that is the usual. Uh, nuke team, Zareth, I, I know you were talking about, you faced a nuke team that was lined up a little bit different. What's the team that you faced? Uh, you know, actually, the one that I faced was pretty similar. Um, the one I was kind of, uh, I, I was reading about one that had a B1 in it instead of um, probe droid, I think. And the the person was saying like it's the the answer the b1 is the answer i don't really know i think the the probe droid version sounds pretty good um so uh i i did randomly face uh a team with general grievous nuke on it uh recently in arena and it you know it's a it's funny because the guy i was facing was uh a guy that i just usually just go and you know, I beat him in 30 seconds or whatever. He's not a challenge. Easy enough to beat. And I didn't even look at his team. I just jumped in because uh, that's the level of that's the level of confidence I feel. And I was not prepared to see Grievous in front of me. And I, I am very ashamed to admit I actually lost that match. Like, I just, I played everything wrong and I got destroyed. Like, General Grievous at Relic 7 just completely destroys Darth Darth uh, Revan, at least if you approach the the matchup wrong. And so I, I I jumped in immediately, and I even spent crystals. I was like, "There's no way I'm gonna let that stand." And I almost lost again. <laughs> I came real close. Like I I was um I think I had Malak left. Yeah, I I will say a lot of my fights um. Because I fight this team every day because the guy that has the payout the hour before me has a very well-modded uh, Grievous nu Nuke team. So I'm literally fighting this team every day. Uh, and the, there's two big mistakes that people make. The first is the initial fear gets placed and you're so used to starting a battle with Force Storm. You know, it's every other battle you do. And it, it's bad for two reasons. One, what's going to happen is you're going to dispel the fear because you damaged Grievous, so it takes it off him. So he's going to get a turn, his next turn, or when you kill a droid. But more importantly, you're putting another five stacks of ferocity on your entire team, and that's reducing their defense. So it's increasing their offense, which is great when you're on the attack, against another Darth Revan team. But when you're going up against a, you know, R5 through 7 General Grievous, you don't want to be reducing your defense. So Force Storm can actually hurt you in this case. Um, use your Malak to dispel BB-8 and apply Shock, or even a Bastila to apply Shock on BB-8 so he doesn't keep gaining Taunt. Don't use Force Storm for it. Uh, 
and that's how you lose fast. Yeah, it's a it's a tricky team. Like you said that you wanted to put it on defense in Grand Arena, and like it's not going to hold. Like you're never going to win the entire Grand Arena just because of that. Like because it's a bastion that your enemy waves of infantry break upon, you know. But <laughs> like basically, yeah. like you lose to it, and then you beat it with whatever team occurs to you after that. Like, but. But it steals 20 banners. Oh, yeah. And I, I love that idea. Like, it's, and there are actually really convincing arguments to put the other droids. Like, there are great places to put the other droids. Um, you know, you're not just like squandering those guys that you geared yeah. and farmed forever. Right. Yeah. You put the other uh, three droids, <laughs> you put them with Newt and Dooku or. I haven't seen it yet, but you put it with Newt and Watt with the, you know, three droids. And that team, it may not be meta-defining, but it's not going to be an easy team for you to count. Oh, yeah, certainly agree. It's, um, like, I don't know what team actually beats that squad with full banners. I'm trying to think. Like, maybe maybe Jedi Revan uh, actually would probably do it. A Jedi Revan. Yeah, you probably can do it with him but then you can't use jedi revan for the nuke team <laughs> so i mean if i were to face it you know, let's say that these two teams were in the same zone i'd probably use jedi revan on the nuke team and darth sure. revan on that team but then you're making me use darth revan uh against a non-meta defining team which in my opinion is basically a win Sure. Oh, well, you know, actually, I, I, I a little bit misspoke. Um, I I think that Jedi Revan, yeah, you def definitely should be used on the nuke. Like, that was the team I was saying. I don't know what team gets full banners. Uh, um, yeah. I actually think I did beat the um the Newt with all the droids team uh, recently with CLS, in fact. Like, I think I, I got... I see that. I think I got 58 banners on it. So, um, you know, and that's the thing. If you can take out B2 right away, then that matchup gets a lot easier, especially if you're like Luke is that team is just all about crazy offense. I mean, it's <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. It's why I love it. Yeah. It's been a lot of fun. You, you, uh, scolding me so many times in the last, uh, grand <laughs> arena, the, the first exhibition match, whatever it was, um, it, you scolding me for not using commander Luke on offense was warranted. <laughs> <laughs> like i still yes. think it's actually a valid team on defense and eventually i'm gonna start doing a rotating defense because my youtube channel's growing enough that i'm going to start facing the people that uh, people that actually know about my channel so when that happens i'm gonna need to just have a different defense every time like i can't just like let it auto deploy unfortunately yeah yeah well i mean Yes, for that portion of it, you should have a rotating defense. And CLS is a fantastic defensive person. It's just that he's so good on offense that it's hard to turn down 62 banners basically ever, well, every and, time. And you get an undersized win half the time as well, unless you're paranoid and want to, like me, and want to put uh, Captain Han with them just in case. And then Captain right. Han never does yeah, anything. Yeah. He, like... So you see a daze on someone randomly. You're like, good job, buddy. But yeah, like he is 
just a very valuable team. And the thing that I love, I've been loving about CLS, and we're going far afield now, but um, I've been using him to counter Geos so that I have Treya available to either counter Padme or uh, clones later in the match. Yeah, I need to start doing that because this past uh, this past GA, I've went up against two people that had at least a relic level four brute alpha and a relic level two geo spy, and so I beat both of them. Except for I beat both of them with forty eight banners going in with a full Sith uh, team, not even the trio because I was smarter than that, but. You know, the spy just stays stealth and hits so hard that he's going to take somebody out on that Sith Trio team. And they're just not important enough yet to get them all to G13. Yeah, I agree. The Geonosian spy is just completely kind of terrifying, honestly. Like, people's, people are starting to put so many relic levels and gear levels on the, their Geonosians that it's it's hard to get full banners with Treya. Like, you know... Not even just full banners, but like in the 50s of banners. I know that my last opponent in Grand Arena attacked my Geonosians, who aren't that great. Like there's like Relic Level 1 on Brood Alpha, and the rest are just Gear 12. They're all modded okay, and they have some of their extra gear, but they're not like Transcendent. And my opponent took Treya and Scion and uh, three random tanks. He didn't tell me which ones, but he said that the only character that actually made it out was um scion and so he dropped he dropped a ton of banners on me you know he used nihilus to kill my nest which he had failed against um so you know i think that that was a good idea to split those but otherwise i mean my geonosians killed four characters including treya and he had decent gear on him like he wasn't he wasn't necessarily like poorly geared or modded. He had better everything than me, basically. So I don't know that Treya is the answer to Geonosians anymore now, as people continue to add relic levels. Right. I think, yeah. I Next time, I'm going to be trying uh, throwing Zaris in there with them just because I have her and I need to use her for something. Um, but... She's not going to stop the Spy super hit, because obviously Spy just hits hard enough to take you out before you can heal on the crit. But I'm hoping that Zerus might be able to stop, you know, the death by paper cuts before Spy takes you out. So we'll see. Um, in theory, it works. Who knows if it'll actually work. Sure. Um one thing that I did in my last match was I had Thrawn available to go with Treya, and I was able to. Uh, he was he was faster than their Brood Alpha, and Brood Alpha is always their fastest, almost always. And so he went first. He handed Turn Meter to Treya. Treya then um, hit the Brute with Isolate, and then from there, like it was. The match was much smoother, like, then the Brute wasn't assisting uh, on any of his hits. He wasn't countering. He wasn't doing anything. You know, he'd, he'd get a random hit in every once in a while, but on his own. But since he was isolated, he didn't do anything. And I think that was really helpful, you know, just as a, a thought to countering Geos. Not that that's actually the team we're talking yeah, about countering right. right now, but... 
<laughs> yeah, we went we went off a little, didn't we? Um, but I will say I've used Thrawn once. I had the unfortunate RNG of Thrawn getting hit by a bunch of Geos, feeding speed to their spy on a counterattack, and then dying quickly. <laughs> so um, it's worked before, but it also can fail at the same time. It's a the I will say that all these separatist squads have really made things a lot more interesting. Like they're they're so prevalent. Well, really, all all of the Clone Wars era stuff is super prevalent right now. We have the Padme team, the clone team, uh, Grievous, and you know and his droids, and then the Geonosians. Like those are four staples that I have in my arsenal for Grand Arena. Yeah, yeah same it's, here. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what they do. Like they're going to have to rework Mace. Like I don't think they really have a choice. They need to do that. I think so. I think we're going to have. Like a, another squad on top of that. We'll see. Uh, we yeah, when light side comes out, well, you figure we're gonna have whoever the, you know, like Captain Han or Rolo. Uh, version of characters, whoever they're gonna be, coming out as well, and then you're gonna have the Hoda type character, which most people are saying is gonna be malevolence. And I think that's actually probably true as well. But there's going to be new tunes coming out with light side territory battles. And they're going to be Clone Wars era tunes. So the question is, what exciting teams are we going to get to see from these uh, from these characters? That's true. Well, and as I said earlier, I'm just, I need a new character. Like we haven't had a new one for a really long time. We got vulture droid over a month ago and before that we got uh shock t and i guess at some point they introduced the watt kit and the negotiator kits but i don't have either of those yet so it just feels like we've just haven't had anything it feels so stagnant in terms of theory craft right yeah Yeah, it absolutely is the the relics i guess do change that a tiny bit anyways the viability of certain teams but yeah and and we did talk about that a little bit last week too with the it's opened up the meta a little bit oh yeah definitely i a couple days in a row now i've fallen into the 20s in arena which that hasn't really happened for months so I guess I'm happy for the people who can beat me now. <laughs> I'm not actually. I'm secretly angry. <laughs> As well, you should be. So uh, let's talk about our alts a little bit. We've had a little shakeup with that whole situation. Um, do you want to share first, Solo? Yeah. Uh, well, so a little background. Our guild actually our alliance was able to pull off a merge um yesterday literally yesterday um and it gave us enough people that we didn't need my alt in the guild anymore and so i am going to be retiring my alt because quite frankly running territory battles when you have the biggest account in the guild is exhausting <laughs> when you have two accounts because you have to do twice the battles, and it's not a uh, it, it's not a quick thing. 
So I'm actually going to be retiring my alt. I can say with pride and based on our challenge that I am retiring my alt with uh, one of the fastest Paploos <laughs> in the game. <laughs> you know, I, I, you wanted me to work on my Ewoks, which God knows I hated um, on that account. And so I'm actually retiring. And if you go online to the player data on uh, swgoh.gg and you look up the top players, you will see Liam Solo right up there with one of the fastest path oh, in the game. That, that's awesome. Not something I would have, I don't know, I wouldn't have sought out that distinction necessarily, but like, not that you were like trying to get there, but it's it's just like this funny thing, like, you you were working on Paplu. You want him to be fast, and all of that makes sense. And then it was just funny you you sent that uh, screenshot of him being one of the fastest in the game. Like, I don't know. I think it's an awesome way to go out. Frankly, I think it is too. And I I think I was top fifteen. Let's see. Yeah, I was tied for fifteenth fastest in the game. Um, I don't know if that's something I should be proud about or sad about, but so. I'm retiring my alt. This section will be a little faster in the next podcast. I can say also with pride that my alt went out on uh, finishing 3-0 this past GA round. So it's going out on top. That's good. And, you know, I will miss your alt in our guild. But like you said, we did just merge with some people and uh, we got... We got all the guys who love Territory Wars, so I'm excited for that. Like, I think that they're going to actually... We're going to kill things even better now. So hope hopefully we're not going to miss Liam solo that much. Uh, hopefully not. Well, and I, I can understand. Honestly, my alt is getting bigger. It's more and more unwieldy as well. Like it, it, it can be hard to run two accounts at the same time. Yeah, it, it can be. Um, but speaking of your alt, how did your alt do this week? Grand Arena went well. Um, after I had kind of stubbed my toe on um, on my finals opponent in Grand Arena last week, uh, mostly because I wasn't paying very much attention, um, I I went through this round and uh, I just kind of swept the floor with them, like. Uh, I focused a little bit more. I planned a little bit more and that was all that I needed um, to get back up on my feet. After my first round, I think I hit Kyber. So my last two rounds were um, pretty stress-free, just kind of casually clearing my opponents. Um, yeah. Nice. And it was cool. I got to use my general grievous team on offense in the last round because there was that feat, And I decided I would take it up. I would do that. So, um, uh, on my main, I should add, like, I decided not to do that because I think it would have derailed my defense a little too much. And it turned out like I really needed that, that team on defense, in fact. So I think that was a good choice. But, um, it you know, you don't want to lose sight of losing an entire match just because you want one feat. But in this case, it was my alt. I'd already made Kyber. So I decided to go for it. And it, it worked out fine. Yeah. Nice. Um, otherwise, 
you and I had our Ewok challenge, and I've been pouring a ton of gear into that Ewok squad. Um, and I needed to anyways. You need them around gear 11 to be able to unlock 3PO at 7 stars. And so I did that this week, whenever it was. Um, and so now all of the Ewoks are sitting at gear 11. And honestly, I probably will end up getting up to gear 12 somewhat soon. Um, I, I was thinking about it in terms of like overall strategy for uh, trying to build my roster and it's only when you hit gear 13 and start doing relics that your GP starts really exploding and, you know, you start getting some really weird mismatches. And so I think getting guys to gear 12 and then stopping if if you don't want them to be one of your high end amazing squads, like getting them to the gear 12 is probably the most efficient thing you can do in terms of your preparedness for Grand Arena. So... So in general, I think I'll probably get them. Yeah, like I, I did. I did this for my main account. I'll get one Ewok up to gear twelve each month, and then I'll just stop there. Not bad, not bad. And they were a decent team for me on off or defense. They got me a couple kills, so they weren't all bad. No, they, they they've been bailing me out. I think if you watch any of my Grand Arena videos in the last week, I've had to use them all three times. I I believe, or at least three out of the last four matches I've had to use my Ewoks and they've come through every time I've gotten every time I've attacked with them I've gotten a win so they're yeah they're they're a solid squad on offense too um and they're good filler on defense I suppose though if if someone uses the right team like if you're not prepared to deal with nest like if you don't put your or your low grace uh potency up to like 150 percent or something um nest will just solo them so you have to be careful about that um anyway so that's that's my alt i think now i'm going to start transitioning to the padme team i have her unlocked at seven stars so i may as well i've been getting a ton of kyber from all of the daily challenges and uh that's all i use my championship uh, Grand Arena currency from so uh, that's I should be able to gear her up relatively quickly actually so that's it's more a matter of Zetas than anything and that that's basically it for my alt um, it's it's been good made Kyber again uh, Division Six wasn't it was it was harder than or than seven but not that bad so. Uh, you know, and so I'm preparing for Grand Arena for the next championships, and I know that you are solo. What kind of things do you have on the schedule? What things are you looking at to make your roster better for Grand Arena? Uh, well, I'll start with the relics. Um, you know, I've really focused on getting my roster certain tunes up to relic level four just because of the bonuses they get so uh i'm currently working on brood alpha that's partially because we have the watt mission coming up in two days but it's also because i you know i'm facing these geo teams that are destroying sith teams and so my focus is going to be on brood and geo spy i want to have them both up to relic level four before the next GA starts. Um, 
I'm not going to commit to seven or anything higher than that on them because I, I don't think you need to, quite frankly. I think Relic Level 4 is going to be enough, at least for the short term, until people start getting more G13s on their Sith characters and we start seeing G13 Relic Level 4 uh, uh, Scions, etc. Um, other than that, as we've gone through this GA, now that Relics have come out, the one thing I've noticed is Droidica has gotten a ton better. Uh, you get him up around Relic level 3 or higher, and he can just take out Jolie, basically, in one shot when he uses his special. So, I currently have Droidica G12. He's probably, well, R2 is my next G13, just because I want to get some relics on him as well, because he kind of spreads the wealth, and he can go with the Rebels if needed. He can... He should be with JTR most of the time, and he'll kind of be able to help multiple teams. But after that, Droidica is going to be my G next G13, and I'm going to get his Relic level up pretty fast as well because that will let me transition Newt onto a team with uh, Dooku and Watt because hopefully we unlock Watt this week. And... Droidica will go back on the droid team and hopefully cause some trouble for some people. So that's kind of my plans. Um, what are you working on for the next GA? Um, well, I had to think about this for a little bit. Um, that I do have plans. I haven't been putting gear on characters that much. Uh, you know, and you and I have talked about this before. Like, we've been hoarding gear like crazy because our focus has been on gear 13 and getting relics, all that stuff. Um, you know, both of us have, like, double digits of Carbanti just hanging around. You know, we could go, we could go like, swim in a sea of Carbanti now. Like, like the, that duck guy. I don't know. The rich one. <laughs> I always remember that. Scrooge. Dear old Scrooge McDuck. Is that who it was? I just remember, yeah, yeah, yeah he had like a pool that he'd dive into his, his his sea of gold and swim around. Yep. I was like, why doesn't he just run around on it instead? But, <laughs> you know, I as an adult, I appreciate that. Uh, not Apparently not enough to remember who it was. But yeah. Um, <laughs> anyways, we could do that with Carbanti. Um if we really could. <laughs> and so Watt is factoring big into my plans. If we can unlock him, I will be extremely happy. Um, there's a ton of different teams you can use him on. You can actually revamp your uh, Old Republic team and force your opponents to start doing some annoying things with uh, their roster to take that squad out. Um, you could put him with all sorts of separatist teams. There, there's a ton of good uses for him, so... I'll get him up to gear 11 instantly the second we have him unlocked and I'll have a Zeta on him. Um, so that's, that factors into my plans. And then I mentioned earlier how I just like flailed at that high relic Malik team. And um, it, it wasn't good. It wasn't a good experience, really frustrating. And so my Jedi Knight Anakin is relic five now. He'll be my first relic seven, most likely. I'm going to remod him. Um, and then after that, I'm actually going to be working on the um, Thunderstick team. Uh, this 
as Clash calls it. He's the scoundrels guy. He's the scoundrels discord. Um, and he's shown a lot of videos of a squad with nest taking out, uh, just meta Darth Revan teams, like high relic Darth Revan teams, like Darth Revan teams with four relic sevens or whatever. Um, they're, they're all like legitimately strong teams and he's taking them out consistently every single time with the, with the squad. I think it's Kira nest L3 Vander Chewbacca and uh, Watt. So Watt, what's the key component to all of this, to this team. Um, but I'm going to be building that team uh, and you need high relics on nest and Vander apparently. And L3 also needs, a uh, pretty decent relic level. So it's going to be quite an investment, but I'm excited. I'll have another counter for Darth Revan teams. And um, even if I find a better use for Watt, I can put uh, I can put those guys at high relic levels on defense, and they're probably going to be annoying there as well. Um, oh, and, and the last thing I'm working on at least in theory, is I'm getting ready to gear up Biston and Scarif Rebel Pathfinder because I apparently love useless rebels. And uh, yeah, Biston's Biston's U-Wing is the best rebel ship. Well, it's not the best one, but it, it should be on the best rebel team. And I just haven't done that in fleets. I haven't needed to, but if they're bringing back fleets for Grand Arena, I need the best fleet. And uh, even on, if we have to put it on defense, I want the best team on defense for fleets for Grand Arena. I really hope they don't, frankly. I'd be okay with put it, taking back 3v3, which I know Solo doesn't like, but I'd be okay with that. I don't really like the idea of fleets in Grand Arena, though, so if they if they do, though, I want to be prepared. That's fair. I uh, I agree with you on, I mean... If they put fleets into Grand Arena, that's fine, but I have no want for it, especially right now, because fleets are just so boring. Um, you know, it's going to be either you're going to keep your Millennium Falcon and you're going to guarantee that you can clear the zone for 60 or actually I think fleets are what, 64 banners or you're going to place your Millennium Falcon and pray that they don't place theirs on defense as well so that you can clear the zone. Either way, it, it just does not make an impact to the game right now. Now, maybe in six months when we have Malevolence and we have Negotiator and there's truly a two-team meta, maybe fleets could be more interesting, but I, ju- I just don't think there's enough content right now. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, there's fleets just aren't interesting currently. I I would love for it, for it to be interesting to have a good meta with them, but they've had the same meta for nine months. Ready for something else? Yeah. Anyways, enough about all my random madness. Um, <laughs> Solo, we have a bunch of really great uh, resources available for people if they want to check them out, and they're all free and accessible and easy to use. Uh, could you just run us through those real quick? Yeah, so we have three different things that really can help people. Um, 
The first is going to be our YouTube channels. You mentioned them earlier, and it's your name, which is X-A-E-R-E-T-H. Um, that's your channel. Mine is SoloBase15. That's S-O-L-O-B-A-S-S-1-5. You can search for either of us and find us. We'd appreciate the subscribers. Uh, next is our Discord page, which you have also talked about earlier in this podcast. You can find the link to it in either the description of this video or if you're listening on iTunes, etc. You can find it on one of our YouTube pages because all of our latest videos will have the link to it. And finally, and probably the most useful uh, at least for those that are out there playing while on their own, is we have a Google spreadsheet that is, uh, it, it's a counter sheet. You know, you see a lot of these counter pages that just has the leader of the team and shows you the leader of the other team that can beat it. Well, our spreadsheet goes a couple steps further. Uh, it's going to list the entire team that you face. So, Let's say you're fight, facing Night Sisters. It's not just going to be a picture of Talzin as the leader. It's going to be a picture, or it's going to be uh, the description of the team. So, say Talzin with Asajj, and then Zombie Spirit and Daka, and then it's going to tell you the full team that counters that Night Sister team. But most importantly, and probably the most useful, is directly next to that. There's going to be a link. And that's going to bring you to a video of that exact fight. So you can see uh, how the fight was done. You can see if it was a good counter. You can see if it was a bad counter. You can see how many banners we got from that counter. And hopefully it helps you because you'll see the steps that's taken. Um, so that's really the three things that we have that can help you in your Grand Arena quest. Um and with that, I think it's time for the awkward goodbyes, Aerith. That sounds great to me. Uh, it's getting kind of late. So uh, I, I hope you guys enjoyed listening us, to us ramble about Grand Arena. I, I enjoyed said rambling. And yes. I and remember, Solo is always right. Even when he's wrong, he's right. And we're going to try this. <laughs> okay. And, and remember that in all things, Zareth prevails. Even when he loses. Excellent. Have a good week, everyone. <laughs> Wonderful. See ya.